Good evening and welcome to The Coach's Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Curry. A weekly inside look at Golden Bears football along with high school football score updates from around the metro area. Now let's join your host for The Coach's Show, Wally Langfellow. And welcome to The Coach's Show with Concordia St. Paul Golden Bears head coach Shannon Courier. I'm Wally Langfellow. Well, Coach, uh, boy, a heartbreaking loss for you guys uh, last Saturday. Homecoming game against Northern State. We were on the sidelines watching the game, and uh, boy, you certainly had plenty of opportunities. But as we were talking before the show, it what happened at the beginning and what happened at the end kind of was the tail of the tape. You started off the game uh, a pick six for Northern. They took the seven nothing lead, and then at the end. You had an opportunity to get the football back with about a minute or so to go, and then the muff punt and uh, Northern recovered, and it was those were two of six turnovers. But it kind of bookended the the whole game. It was the story of the game. Unfortunately, it did. You know, the game was filled with turnovers, and ironically, the first drive started with one, and the last uh, opportunity to get the ball back ended, you know, with another turnover. And uh, real unfortunate, very difficult loss. Uh, but we just got to keep moving forward. Yeah. Um, as you look back at it, though, there have to be some things you were happy with. Uh, your offense looked really good at times, moved the ball up and down the field for the most part. I didn't see the final numbers, but I think offensively you had to outgain them. We definitely had a lot of offensive output. You know, we rushed the ball for 230 yard, two, 232 yards, so they're 130. Uh, we had a lot of time possession. Uh, we had over 500 yards of offense. But in the end, you know, you have to have more points than the opponent, and that's where we failed. Um, but you know you build on the successes that you have, and uh, you try to correct things that you know, didn't go as well, and, and just try to you know move forward. And it's it's just like life; you have to bounce back after adversity, and that's why this game is so incredible. It, it teaches these young men about you know how to handle challenges in life too, because we'd all love to have a perfect day, you know, a week, uh, but we we have to be able to know how to navigate through the tougher times and. and you know, I think uh, this is great uh, preparation for life to come for these guys when they're done playing football. Lawan Preston, uh, you mentioned that you guys had over 200 yards in rushing, and Lawan had a big game, um, and he has filled in admirably since the with the absence of Shaq Johnson. He has. He's a very explosive player, quick, fast. He's, he's got great vision, and you know, he started off the game with a bunch of runs, and he maybe got banged up a little bit um, early on, and, and we kind of paced him here. You know, a, after the first quarter, there he had over 100 yards in the first quarter. We paced him from there on, and we we're impressed with what Emmanuel uh, Jones came in to do too. Um, you know, so we had a good one-two punch, and a couple other guys we have, you know, just hadn't got the opportunities yet. But uh, we'll depend on our entire backfield as we move forward. Yeah, and you talked about Jones. Uh, he got a he scored a touchdown. He got a couple of big first down runs for you. Uh, uh, tell me a little bit about this kid. Well, Emmanuel started off at Northwest Missouri. He was on the state or the national championship team at Northwest. They're a, a perennial power in Division II football. Uh, he was a starting running back there at one point in time, and he transferred to Concordia here as, after we started about three days before the first game. Uh, so he's now coming into his own, learning the system, feeling more comfortable with our you know, our, you know, our offense. And this was the first game I felt that he really saw things well and, and uh, added a lot you know, from an out offensive output, and we're excited to see him go, you know, going forward. He's big, he's fast, he can catch the football. Um, so he's one of those four-down backs. He had a big special teams play. He's the guy that tackled their fake punt 
So he was our special teams part of the game and brings tremendous value. Yeah, and that was another one of the big plays in the game. They tried to go with a fake punt, and as you mentioned, Jones made the big tackle and uh, set you guys up in, in great field position. As you look back, uh, what things were you happy with um, and that you know that you know the, uh, you see your team making strides in? And what are some of the things, other than the turnovers, what are some of the things that uh, need to improve? You know, I thought it was a relatively clean game from an offense standpoint. We kind of stayed in the same personnel group, you know, for a series of plays. We didn't, we weren't switching in and out like we had in previous games. Sometimes that can be difficult for defense to have to go from one personnel group to the other. Uh, but this past game, to try to get a more rhythm, we upped the tempo. Well, we stayed in the same personnel group, you know, for a period of time, and that seemed to prove success. Um, so I was, I was happy certainly with the run game. I'm not sure we had many negative plays. You know, our receivers played very well. MJ Williams had some very nice catches too. You know, in defense, we, we certainly played good enough to win, but you know, our defensive coaches and, and defense players, uh, thought they could, you know, hold them less points too. So, um, you know, we're all work in progress. And even though you may have a variety of guys play great on a particular Saturday, it is a team game. And, you know, collectively, we just didn't have enough winning performances to win the game. 35-28 losers to the uh, Northern State Club. Um, Let's take a – well, we've got a couple of players that are going to come in and uh, join us in our next segment. Let's talk about them briefly. Uh, First, Andy Ani, a linebacker. He's a sophomore, uh, went to Hopkins High School. Uh, Give us a little background on Andy. Andy's a very intense player. He's a guy that can run well and on defense. He won't actually offense and defense. You want guys that can run in this game. He's very athletic for a linebacker. He plays our Sam spot, which is a you know kind of a hybrid strong safety type position. Uh, so he's capable of coverage. He he can blitz the quarterback well, and then uh, just a very aggressive and tough, and brings a great mentality to our defense. And certainly really glad that he came here. You know, came back home from South Dakota last spring. Yeah, and he did play South Dakota one one season, or how did that work? Well, he was a scholarship player for them, uh, and he redshirted his first year. Then he played his second year as a redshirt freshman. Okay. He was in involved and uh, competed in games, and then uh, we were able to get him last spring, so he had a spring with us to kind of fill his way in, and he's uh, developed into one of our top leaders here in a short time, and we're excited about him because he's, in addition to this year, he has two more years left to play for us too. All right, and we'll hear from Andy Ani coming up. We'll also hear from uh, Rich Kelly. He's junior offensive lineman for you. Tell us a little bit about Rich. Well, Rich Kelly has become one of our you know top offensive line performers. He's playing extremely well right now at a high level. He's, he's our split side guard, so he plays right and left. He's also our you know backup center currently as our our starting center left the left the game a few weeks ago uh, dealing with a knee injury. Rich is just a, a real physical, intense uh, player. He's one of our top leaders as well. He was a captain last year. He's he's been put in the captain role a lot this year as well. Um, he's on Easter's on our leadership council. Both him and Andy do. Um, but we're real happy with the way he's playing. He's capable of moving as an offensive lineman to to pull and kick out and smart. Knows our offense real well. And I wish we had five guys just like him. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Get five guys his size, too, by the way. Absolutely. <laughs> he was just in the room here. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to hear from them coming up next. Uh, but first, we've got a high school football scoreboard update. That and more here on the Coaches Show with head coach Shannon Courier of the Golden Bears. We'll be back here on Minnesota Score Radio after this timeout. 
If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your To Be Continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. Make sure you download our new CSP Bears Game Day app in the App Store or Google Play Store. The free app helps you follow our football team and any of our other teams on campus. Simply search for CSP Bears, download the app, and select your favorite Golden Bears team to get notifications tailored to your settings. The app also allows you to get live stats and easy access to watch and listen to our games live right in the app. Search CSP Bears in the App Store today. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your To Be Continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. listening to the coaches show with golden bears head football coach shannon courier and we continue along here on the coaches show with concordia st paul head coach shannon courier and we are joined now by a couple of his players andy Ani, who is a sophomore linebacker for the golden bears and rich kelly offensive lineman junior here at concordia st paul we'll start out with you andy um i know on saturday last week uh it was a game against northern where the defense uh gave up some points that i know you didn't want to give up they give give up some big plays uh, when you look back at it and you look at the film are there things that you know you guys need to do differently that you need to be better at absolutely yeah so our biggest thing is on first and second down we we're pretty much lights out i mean they really did not run the ball on us but the part that's really been hurting us the last two weeks in a row i know duluth went like five for seven on third and seven plus so what we gotta do is get off the field on third and seven and i know northern was the same way where they were converting the ball on third and seven which you know just can't happen i mean to be a good defense you gotta get off the field and i think we had in the first quarter alone we had three three and outs on defensively so i mean you just gotta keep that rolling you know gotta you gotta just keep the foot on the gas in that regard just get teams off the field you know as long as our offense is on the field we're putting points on the board i mean it was looking good so that's what we'll do next week just get off the field on third down on the flip side, offensively, we were talking a little bit before uh, before we started the interview. We talked about uh, some holes being open for Lawan Preston and uh, you know his ability to to get into the open field and and the job that you guys are able to do. Um, talk about that. How kind of this unit has come together. This offensive line has come together here over the over the last few weeks. Uh, yeah, it's really nice to see how all five of us are kind of playing together. Even as we've had some injuries, so like the lineups been mixing up throughout the first six games, I believe that we played now. So it's all nice to see that's come through. And seeing LP run hard is really nice as well, because uh, the first two years he's been here, like he's kind of just been the third string guy. We put him in for the outside stretch plays, try to get him in space for these long runs. So now with Shaq and Bam being hurt, the first two guys, it's nice to see him stepping up and getting everything. But the O-line overall, I'm really happy to see that because when Coach C first got here, he only had four offensive linemen. And to now to see where we're at having these five guys that he can mix in, mix out, and we're getting 100-plus uh, yards a game against Duluth in a team like this, it's nice to see. Yeah, and when Shaq went down a couple of weeks ago against Wayne State um, and, and you knew it was pretty serious right away that you know you're probably going to miss the rest of the season and that's how it turned out, uh, what was the – Kind of what was the talk in the in the in the dressing room? What was the talk in the, among the team? I know you got guys that can step up, but um, was there was there a period of time there? It was like you know this is this is a big loss for us. 
Uh, yeah, definitely. When I saw Shaq go down, we were kind of upset right on the field because it's towards the end of the game. Like he's still running his hardest, and like we all th- thought, like oh maybe Shaq could have took it easy, but that's not what he is, and that just happened. So, but then we everyone in the locker room was just hoping maybe Bam would be able to come back and play, but he's still kind of dealing with his knee injury. So, like LP, I think he heard us like talking about how like oh we need Bam and stuff back, and like so I think he kind of took that to heart. So he's been running really hard lately and whatnot, which is really nice to see because. Someone that small running up the middle can be some good things if he wants to take some hits. Yeah. Um, on the offensive side of the ball, boy, turnovers killed you last Saturday against Northern. I'm sure you've heard that continuously uh, since Saturday that you just can't give the opposition extra chances, can you? Uh, yeah, that's what we've been talking about. Uh, the quarterback, he uh, he stepped up. He said he takes this one. He's the one throwing the ball. He'll take this one. stuff. But we got all the trust in the world of them. Like his first start here against Sioux Falls almost let us down to beat them. He's been playing good. Uh, so we're just trying to take the load off him. Hopefully with the run game, he doesn't have to think it so much. And taking load off him so he doesn't have to be this big stress and have this big lead that he thinks he needs to do everything on his own uh, will hopefully help him this week against Mary. All right. Um, Annie, you guys kind of from opposite ends of the world. You're a Twin Cities guy, grew up in Golden Valley, um, went to Hopkins. Uh, talk about your journey back to minnesota because you spent some time in south dakota as well so basically match one shot with my family that was like what gets me through the days every day i think about my little brothers and sisters man so that's basically what it was you know i went i took a division one scholarship out of high school that's like for me at that point in my life that's what i was chasing was division one everybody's talking about d1 this d1 that so you know out of high school i had that opportunity to take division one i took it and ran with it and then you know a couple years later i shouldn't you know i have a struggling home back at home it's a lot of things going on in my family that just when i left things started to crumble and i just noticed it you know it at first, I was just a kid. You know, I was only 17, 18 years old, man, just chasing the chasing fame, chasing Division One. So, you know, it took me a year just to mature and realize away from home, away from my environment to really understand that my family was struggling and I needed to be back and be, be a part of that, you know. So, you know, luckily, Coach Curry, thank God for Coach C, man. He really brought me in here and treated me like, like the man that I can be and, you know, helped me reach my full potential. So I'm just, you know, I'm ready to ball out for that, man, every day. Every time I step on the field, I think of that man, Coach C, and just thank God every day that it's, I'm, I'm able to be, you know, be where I want to be and help people that I need to help, you know. It's it's a blessing. Every day is a blessing. So, what are you what are you studying here at Concordia? Right now, I'm studying education, match work with the kids, you know, help out the youth, and then coach as well. I think uh, the game of football has done so much for me. It's, it's allowing me to pursue my education. So, I feel like, you know, be, be, being an educator and helping out these the youth like I was, you know, I was a fairly troubled youth going up going up a place, you know, where we didn't really have too much. So, I can relate well to kids and especially the field of education. That's somewhere I can, you know, really excel. Um, Rich, same to you now. Uh, you grew up in Indiana. Oh uh, no! Outside. Here, pull it up too close so we can hear you. Outside of Chicago, but you you have some family that grew up in Indiana, right? Oh uh, yeah, my dad grew up in Indiana to start his life, and then my mom's from outside Boston. Then they moved to the Chicago area, and that's where they met. Okay, so how do you get from Chicago to Concordia, St. Paul? What what was the journey for you? Uh, kind of the same thing with Andy is like I was hoping to play Division One. That's any high school kid's dream. Uh, coming out of high school, like I had some of the, I think it's the Pioneer Conference of like Butler and Drake, but they don't offer much money, if anything, for football. So like that's really expensive. And then one of the old coaches, he just came down, never heard of Concordia at all, never heard of the NSIC because out there it's like D1 or D3 in Illinois. There's really no D2 schools. And then one of the coaches came down here. Uh, he talked to me. Then I came up here on my visit. I don't know, I just liked being up here. I kind of always wanted to get away from home, and then being in the city was just a big thing. They offered me a chance to play, so I took it and ran with it. So where, um, when you came to Concordia, what was, uh, as far as your uh, what you're studying, what was your decision there? What, what, what are you hoping to do uh, after college? Uh, when I first got here, I always wanted to do something with biology, and I wanted to be a veterinarian when I first got here. 
And then my third year in the program, during our spring game, I tore my ACL. So then when I went through all that rehab process and everything, that's when I kind of changed and what I thought I wanted to be. So I wanted to be a physical therapist. So with that, uh, I picked up a second major since I was going to be here another year to do biology and exercise science and then hopefully apply somewhere to get into DPT school. So you tell me that you grew up outside of Chicago, but you're not a Bears fan. How did that happen? And how did you how did you get through all that not being a Bears fan there? Uh, so, I don't know, my dad is like a big uh, Colts fan. He didn't like pay attention to basketball much. So like I still like the Bulls outside of Chicago and the Indiana doesn't have a baseball team, so I grew up watching the Sox. But uh, he Ooh. just, on yeah, that's a rough one too. But right now on like Sundays or when I was growing up, my dad would always have the Colts on and then watching Peyton Manning as a kid, it was kind of nice to see. So they were good growing up, so it was really enjoyable. And then they played the Bears in the Super Bowl a few years ago. That's so right. when they won that one, it was uh, that was a good time for me. That, that was the, the coup d'etat for you. Okay, let's talk about this week, Andy. Um, you guys have had a little bit of opportunity now to take a look at Mary, uh, North Dakota. That's where you're headed. Talk about the opponent and what you know about him. You know, I feel like our mentality as a football team is we don't, I mean, not to be disrespectful, we don't care who we play next. I feel like it's, all, it's up to us in our locker room. I feel like, you know, we have the guys. And if we play to our full potential, Coach talk about all the time. If we play to our full potential, it doesn't matter who we play because we believe that we have the athletes, we have the brotherhood, we have, you know, the bond that we're going to go out there and we want to beat any team, you know. So I feel like that's the mentality that we need, but, you know, we don't want to be arrogant at all. I feel like where our confidence comes from has got to be from hard work, you know, from practice, from the film study, from the preparation, from the brotherhood. So I feel like, I mean, we talk about Mary. I think, you know, we treat every team as if they're a good team. You know, we don't, we don't sleep on any teams around here in this conference because we know that wins in this league are hard to come by. So I feel like, you know, we play our game. We do what we need to do in our locker room as brothers. I feel like we're going to go out there and just do well. And that's what we got to do. That's our focus. Um Last question for you, Rich. Uh, you guys sitting at two and four. Is it difficult to look at that record and think that you could be four and two right now? Because there are there are at least two games that have gotten away from you. Oh uh, yeah. When we look back at it, it's pretty difficult. But the thing we're trying to focus on, especially as leaders, is like you just that happened in the past. There's nothing we can do about it. You just got to build on what you have. And like those those tough losses in years past, those those might have been losses where we lost by three, four, five scores. So even though it is two and four, we're looking to. You go down this uh, long trip to Bismarck and like pick up this W and then hopefully keep rolling because we got a lot of a lot of winnable games coming up. But it starts with this next one. All right, well, guys, appreciate you coming in. Uh, good luck tomorrow at uh, Mary, and uh, we'll talk to you hopefully down the line. All right, they are Rich Kelly and Andy Ani of the Golden Bears. More with Coach Courier right after this timeout. Stay with us. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your to-be-continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. Goldmare fans, did you know that this coaches show, along with our CSP Bears podcast, is available to subscribe in iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio? The CSP Bears podcast is a new way to get people behind the scenes in Concordia Athletics and is generally available on Thursday afternoons. And the coaches show will be available on the pod late Friday evening or early Saturday morning. Just search CSP Bears for our weekly podcast and coaches show. 
If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your To Be Continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. Now back to the Coaches Show with Wally Langfellow and Golden Bears head football coach Shannon Courier. And we continue along here on the Coaches Show with Shannon Courier, head coach of the Golden Bears. All right, Coach, uh, let's get set up for tomorrow's game in Bismarck against Mary. Um, what do we know about them? Well, it's going to be a cold, long bus ride. I know that much. It's going to be 41 <laughs> degrees and about 25-mile-an-hour wind. So I know it's uh, that's going to be the setting, their homecoming. Um, so I'm sure we're going to get their best effort. But, you know, they're a team that's got a new coach. Uh, they're doing a lot of neat things. Offensively, they move things around quite a bit, a lot of different formations they present to the defense. They have a receiver goes to quarterback and utilize him in a running game. Uh, defensively, they've had some good games. You know, it seems like they're, um, you know, recently they haven't played as well in defense, but early in the year they started off at St. Cloud losing 14-13 in the defensive battle. Um, against Minot, they fly around real well, too. I think some of their offensive turnovers have put them in some difficult field positions. Uh, but they're a, a real scrappy bunch. Uh, last two games, they forced three turnovers. They're starting to move the ball a bit more on offense. Uh, so, you know, we have a challenge ahead of us, that's for sure. What do you see from them offensively? Do they run spread? Do they run the ball a lot? What do we know? Yeah, they're a spread offense with a lot of formations. They move move their personnel quite a bit. Jet sweep motion. They have two different quarterbacks they use. Uh, their star is a true freshman left-hander. They run some RPOs, uh, like the you know, throw the ball into the boundary, you know, some real safe throws. And, um, you know, like I said, they've, they're explosive and they've been a few inches here and there from some, from big plays and touchdowns. Uh, so we're gonna have to play well defensively to keep them in check. How do you defend against somebody that likes to throw in the boundary like that? Well, you know, we just have to play sound defense. We have to get pressure on the quarterback. We got to first shut down the run, force them into long down situations. Um, you know, on, on first down as an offense, you're trying to get four yards at least. And defensively, we're trying to keep them in long down situations on second down. You know, because if you're at second and six, you got a lot of a lot of play options for yourself. And and when you're second long, third long, it's a lot harder to make those calls. So our main goal is to win on first down to create you know tougher situations for second and third down. And uh, that's that comes from stopping the run, pressuring the quarterback, and pass downs. Um, and just you know playing sound football and good technique. Um, you know, cer- certainly not easy, but. Uh, you know, we think we're making strides towards you know being better at it. What was the message this week? I know, you, as we talked about earlier in the show, uh, heartbreaking loss, homecoming. You had a good crowd. You guys played a pretty good football game. This side of the turnovers. Uh, what was what's been the message this week at practice? Well, we've tried to do a lot more encouragement this week. That's the message: is just fill the program with a lot of optimism and a lot of positivity. And as young men, as you know, you know it's natural to you know make fun of one another and you know, be sarcastic at times. And um, we really um, emphasize this week trying to show a lot of love in our, our program because football's a grind. It, it, it gets old after, after you know, a few weeks because you're going out in the rain and practicing in the cold. And, you know, somehow we have to make it fun. We've also upped our competition uh, in practice, and that makes, you know, players love competition. So we put the offense versus the defense. As an example, on Tuesday we had a third and seven, you know, situation where the offense had to get three plays 
uh, of seven yards or more. If they if they won, then the defense cleans the locker room and vice versa. Oh. So we had a, a fun competition. And then you know initially it was thought the offense had won, but then one of the defensive coaches, he, he said that the last uh, catch was not seven yards. So then we had to redo the, the play because it was an offsize by the defense. So it was third and two, and at the end of practice, we were able to you know, to do one play for the win. And stuff like that makes football fun. It allows our kids to have a lot of you know, enjoy their time out there. And I feel like the enthusiasms went up quite a bit. And just really keep focusing on, on your job. You know, it's easy to look at the quarterback who's full, through four interceptions, and, and he's very mature and accepts responsibility, yet he's our starting quarterback. We have to support him. Um, our backup quarterback is working hard. He'll have... He'll have a little package of plays too as we as we move forward. Uh, but you know the bottom line is each guy's got to do their own thing better, me included. You know, so we all have to look at ourselves and just make progress. And, and our goal is to be at our very best this coming Saturday. Talk about that a little bit. You mentioned, uh, of course, Don McKenzie that he's a senior this year. You got one year out of this guy who came in and um, is helping bring your program to the next level. But you do have to think about. What's coming up next? Who are some of the guys that uh, you're hoping that'll step into his shoes uh, come next year? Well, we have a very capable young young man at quarterback behind him. Our starter last year is Maxon Hutton from Chanas, and he's a current junior. Um, he's displayed a lot of abilities in in games throughout the last couple of years since since I've come back. Uh, so we know he's capable, and uh, he's a guy that you know I wish we were able to play more because he's a phenomenal athlete. He runs very well. Uh, so that's one. And we have Jared Olsgaard, another transfer from, I guess, for, he's from Moorhead, went to Fergus Falls, was at an FCS school in Alabama, uh, came here late summer, a very talented athlete as well, runs well, a great kid, high academic uh, young man. Um, and then we have three freshmen that were redshirting, uh, two from Houston, Darion Manning, um, and Thyron Hurst, two, two real, you know, top-notch athletes, and then uh, a kid that took his team to the state tournament in Iowa, Abe Schwartz, who's one of our top leaders, a true freshman. So we have six of them. They're all capable. We're excited about where they're all going. But at this time, we just got to, you know, produce, you know, on game day. And, and you know, I, I believe that you're going to see uh, Dominic's best play coming forward. Is that normal to have that many quarterbacks in the in the mix? It, it seems like a lot. It, it is a lot. You know, we've we've uh, in the last spring we just had Maxon and uh, a kid that's not playing corner. Hunter Thompson was a, a transfer from Morehead State. So you got seven. Uh, so well, but we, we, we moved him. We moved him to corner because he's a, a capable athlete. And you know, the goal is to get your be- best athletes on the field. And you know, will they all stay a quarterback? You know, that's a question. But as of now, they're all pursuing. You know the starting position at some point in their time, and um, that's a very important position in football. And therefore, we want to make sure that we have a lot of options there, a lot of competition there, and we'll probably even add one more in this recruiting class, just because you know a, a guy that plays well at that position can can certainly change the game real quickly. Yeah, and you mentioned recruiting. How is recruiting going? Recruiting has been going real well. You know, we feel like we have a great start to the 2019 class. Uh, the years just keep flying by quickly here. <laughs> We've had kids on campus for every home game, you know, and that's that's part of it. Uh, there's been a lot of calls made to prospective student athletes. Nowadays, a lot of it starts in the summer and June with all the camps that, that go on. Um, you know, we've made, I suppose, 25 offers or so. We're you know, excited about, you know, the guys we're following and watching. And 
Uh, soon after the season in December, we'll start having kids on campus for official visits on the weekends. And then in, in late uh, November, December, our coaches start visiting kids at home and schools and that sort of thing too. So um, it's going well. You know, we're really focused on continuing to improve the offense and defensive line because that's where it all starts. Um, certainly we have other needs, you know, in addition to that, but we're looking to continue to get big guys in our program. And um, this game's about, you know, the guys that are bigger, faster, stronger. You're, you're in better luck. Well, you're a two and four football team right now. As we talked about with uh, your players, you could very well be four and two at this point. You got two really close losses um, that I'm sure you felt like you could have and should have won. But you're past the midway point. You still have an opportunity to uh, be an above 500 football club this year. But uh, you've got to make sure that uh, tomorrow is is one of those W's. Absolutely. You know, if we're going to, you know, improve our win total, we, we have to start you know, making that happen on Saturday. You know, but we tell the players too, you know, the focus shouldn't be just on winning and losing. There's a lot of other things that come into play. And, you know, for me, it's just being at our personal best. I want to see us play as good as we're capable of playing. And we've yet to do that where we put everything together on a Saturday. Well, coach, uh, appreciate you spending some time with us. Uh, good luck in uh, Bismarck tomorrow against Mary. And uh, we'll talk to you again next week. I appreciate it, and again, hopefully we have some uh, better things to talk about from this upcoming game. Thank All you. Right. All right. He is Coach Shannon Courier, head coach of the Golden Bears of Concordia St. Paul. I'm Wally Langfellow. Be sure to join us again next week right here on The Coaches Show. Until then, have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to The Coaches Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Courier. Be sure to tune in each week throughout the season as we review and preview Golden Bears football right here on Minnesota Score Radio. We'll see you next time.